All right, here we go. It's time for the news again. It's October 13th, 2020. Yeah, before we get on with the show, new bid starts tonight. Well, Tuesday morning, 2 a.m. on October 13th. So I got to be down there at 1 o'clock. I'm going to leave by 2 o'clock. I'll be out the gate down the street by 2 o'clock. Probably be out by 1.30. Got to go to Denver and then somewhere in Indianapolis. And, well, you know the story. I think I said it in the last week. Anyway. New bid, weather's starting to be kind of crappy. I'm here in Milwaukee, I'm running off Lake Michigan, and it's been windy all day. It looks like, yeah, it's wintertime. Wintertime is definitely here. We're looking at winter. So it looks like I'll be putting the midlife crisis car away for the winter. Not too excited about that. But hey, what are you going to do? You know, that's why it looks new, because it's 20 years old. But that's why it looks new, because we put it away every winter. So I'll probably look, put it away next week or the week after. Definitely want to get it done before the starts snowing. Other than that, not too much going on. You know, just watching the hearings today a little bit, and you know, just I don't know. It's already been decided. They even said it right up from the very front. They already decided who you know. One side's going to vote this way. The other side's going to vote that way. So I don't even know why we're bothering having hearings at this point. So it is what it is. You know, it's just the way it is. I'm not even sure what that means anymore. So, anyway, we got the news going on, and I'll update you with a little bit, not too much. I was going to start doing the news on Mondays, but I'm thinking Tuesday might be better. So I'm going to start dropping these news segments on Tuesday, and then anything else that happens will be later in the week. You know, uh, maybe next week or the week after, I'll drop the Dr. Amat Patel thing with uh, Jeff Thompson. Oh, my God, that's an amazing audio segment. you got to listen to it. I just gotta take time to put it up. It's just this week was slow. I got in Sunday, and I leave out tonight, so it's uh, less than a day off. So yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm gonna miss those three days off, but on this one, I'll get home Friday and I'll leave out Monday night, so I can live with that. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. So as they say, I, you know what? I, I find myself saying that it is what it is when I don't know what the answer to anything is, and it's just a bunch of nonsense. So, either way, uh, no matter what you decide to do, vote. I don't care which way you vote, just vote. All right, so that being said, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation, checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind. On the open road with Kingfish, right here. Well, it looks like over on US 89 in Utah, the uh, Utah Department of Transportation added a new runaway truck ramp. This one's pretty neat looking. It's got a, it's almost like a chute. You know, it's uh, concrete barriers on each side. And then they got these cable restraints in the middle and they're spaced out. And then as you hit it, the restraints wrap around the truck, slowing it down. And it, it, you just keep hitting them and eventually you're going to come to a stop. 
uh, you know, they've had a lot of accidents over there in US 89 going down Logan. I guess it's Logan uh, Pass. I personally have never been down Logan Pass. I don't know anything about it. But, you know, there's been a lot of these things happening with trucks running out, you know, running, uh, you know, too fast. So slow down. They're also adding a brake check area at the top of the hill. So my recommendation, pull over to the brake check area, check your stuff out. Maybe cool brakes down if you're a little hot. If you're going down the hill and you feel like you've been using a lot of brake, go ahead and pull over, hit the shoulder, you know. Uh, let your brakes cool down before you go the rest of the way. All right? You know, it's not about getting down to the hill as fast as possible, but just about getting down to the bottom of the hill alive. All right? And if you're unsure, just stop. That's all you got to do. Just stop, okay? Don't ride it out. It's not like you're committed once you got to the top. Pull over. Take take a break, all right? Just take a break. And, you know, just go slow. That's all you got to do. Just go slow. All right, let's get moving on. Well, this is uh, pretty interesting, and uh, I don't know if this is good or bad. Probably very bad. Einright Corporation, a tech startup. I guess they're a tech startup, not really a corporation. Anyway, they uh, released their latest version of their driverless truck with plans to begin shipping to consumers in 20... Looks like a big, ugly box, okay? This thing is just... I don't know. I just can't see it doing much. Anyway... It's electric. It's an electric freight truck that they hope to put into production in the near future. So, these things. Oh, you'll know it's there's no there's no cab on this thing at all. It says uh, level one and two vehicles will be able to haul 16 tons and reach speeds of 18 miles an hour, with a battery range of 80 to 110 miles. Wow, that's pretty exciting stuff. And uh, Einright says that customers can reserve the new pod trucks for a ten thousand dollar fee. After that, businesses will re be responsible for paying a monthly operational fee that starts at 18000 per month for level one and going up to 22500 for a month for level four. Doesn't say what level four is. You know, basically, um, sounds like drivers are a lot cheaper than that. But the, the neat thing about it is, is that one person can control multi, you know, a lot of these different things so i guess what they do is they go from one place to another and then when they get to where they're going the the operator takes over and controls it well this is definitely not the end of things but is i think it's the start and i think we're going to see more of this kind of stuff is it good well, i don't know i'm not so sure about that just have to wait and see all right drivers this is a big one all right this is a big one i've done this detour and it's oh my gosh it's really long uh, a few years back, they closed the Virgin River Canyon in Utah, or Arizona, actually. Uh, it's a small stretch on I-15 between uh, Nevada and Utah. It's a very small stretch. Beautiful drive, by the way. Absolutely stunning. Let's see if I can find a photo of it. I'm not sure if I have any. But anyway, uh, northbound Interstate 15 will, will be reduced to one lane, resulting in a 224-mile detour for vehicles wider than 10 feet. Now, if it's the same detour I did... You know, it says uh, they're going to detour you from 15 to U.S. 93 to State Route 319 and then Utah State Route 56 between Vegas and Cedar City, uh, Utah. Now, when I did that detour, what I did was I got off at uh, the Loves right there in just north of Vegas. You know, and then we, we were going north, we made a left, and then we just ran out in the middle of nowhere, and then we followed it. And then at the very end, I ended up in Cedar City. But I'm not sure if that's um, US 93. I'd have to double check. But anyway, this is for wide loads. So 
as of right now, if you're driving in, you know, you're just a regular truck, you'll be fine. But if you have a wide load, you're going to have to take this detour. And like I said, it's an interesting detour. It's, uh, it's middle of nowhere, basically. When I did it, everybody was looking at me like, oh, what, what, what are you doing out here? What's going on? I don't think they get a lot of traffic out there. You know, and like I said, it's 224-mile detour, and then it just pops you right into Cedar City. You know, right where they have the loves. I can't remember what mile marker that's at. But anyway, signs will direct wide load traffic to the detour of US-93, like I said, then Nevada State Route 319, and then Utah State Route 56 between Vegas and Cedar City. Northbound I-15 will be narrowed to one lane at milepost 22 between Cedar Pocket Road and Black Rock Road. Black Rock Road's that road on the very north end of the uh, Virgin River Canyon. It's that's uh, first exit. A lot of people get off there to take a break. And it's just on off, on ramp, off ramp, nothing there. Anyway, northbound I-15 will be narrowed to one lane at milepost 22. Okay, it's going to be one lane. Vehicles that do not exceed the the load width limit will be able to, to proceed through the work zone with caution. Southbound I-15 will not be impacted by this work. So if you're going southbound, you're going to be fine. But if you're going northbound, you're going to have to deal with it if you got a wide load. And then if you're got a um, you know, if you're not overweight or over with, I'm sorry, if you're not over with, then you'll probably just be slowed down by this because it's going to be one lane going north. Now, the, cl the crews will be working to repair a bridge that was damaged by a semi-truck accident. The truck had been traveling northbound on I-15 when it crashed and caught fire while crossing bridge number 7. The guardrail, concrete barrier, wall, and bridge deck will be repaired. So, anyway, if you're going through I-15, you got to go northbound. Just keep this in mind, okay? It's going to be a big one, and it's going to cause a lot of delays. All right? So, keep that in mind. Here's an interesting article I ran across in my news feed. It's about the uh, trucks in India and why they're painted so brightly. I mean, these guys, it's its pretty amazing how they do it. I mean, these trucks are just amazingly just, they're just all unique. Not a single one looks the same. It's just unbelievable. And apparently the, the reason is, is that these guys live in their trucks so much, and this is an expression of who they are, and they just like to paint, paint up the trucks. And also it, it gives them, it's advertising for them. And apparently in the article it says, you'll never see two fonts exactly the same so <laughs> i guess there are some i'm looking at photos of this guy in this case painted it's like they have their unique styles and that's just what they go with and it's just unbelievable so i don't know i need to get some more photos of these indian trucks i, I just find it fascinating uh, it says here once the truck comes in washing it checking for repairs applying the base color and then customizing it with paintings and slogans of the driver's choice as part of our chores it says anvil who works with Kishori lol in repairing and painting the trucks. Another truck painter says that most of the time we draw Shira and Eagle. I'm not sure what Shira is. The truckers from the UP definitely prefer to get a cow or a peacock done on their trucks. Along with that, truckers prefer to get spiritual slogans. And I'm not even going to try to say I'm going to butcher these words. So I just thought, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. And it says, why do truckers get their trucks painted? A truck painter explains... Uh, it's their home. And it's true, a trucker spends almost two-thirds of the year on the road in one huge truck. He eats, drinks, drives, and sleeps in the same nine-meter vehicle, making it his second home. Actually, looking at the trucks, they're they're not that big. Maybe for their roads, they're pretty big. I mean, they're not like our 53-foot trailers and, and all that, but I'm looking at the different designs. It's pretty cool, pretty interesting. Ah, pretty sharp. Love to go over there and 
drive sometime. I think it'd be kind of fun. Definitely inter- interesting to check out anyway. So uh, that's a trip. I'm going to have to, you know, like I said, I need, I would love to get more photos. Just send me some photos of your truck. You post me a photo of your truck, send it to kingfishcafe at gmail.com. I will put it on the lead here and I will put it on the Facebook page. All right. So, and you can always go to the Kingfish, you know, trucking page, uh, TWK trucking with Kingfish, but, uh, the best way, send me your photo, send an email it to me or send it to the Facebook page. I will post it. I would love to do that. I think that would be so cool. All right, let's get back to the news. Well, it looks like another trucking company has closed its doors. Texas-based trucking company Trinity Logistics Group is seizing operation due to lack of work and an abrupt closure that left some drivers blindsided, sources close to the company said. Drivers were told on the closure in September 28th conference call. So all of the equipment has been slated to be returned to the company's headquarters, and they have 102 drivers, 150 power units, according to the Motor Federal or the Federal Motor Safety uh, Administration website. The carrier offered flatbed or size heavy haul services and uh, included hauling uh, wind wind tower components. Uh, Trinity Industries uh, spokesman Jack Todd did not return multiple telephone calls. Yeah, I bet he didn't. Uh, drivers uh, source close that all drivers were paid for their work and were not stranded without fueling cards, or, as was the case in other shutdowns. So that's good. You know, just like the Celadon did a few years ago. In its latest earnings call, July, uh, Trinity, which owns Trinity Rail, a company that manufactures rail cars, said financial troubles in the frac sand sector hurt the company's second quarter net profits. So anyway, Trinity Logistics Corporation uh, is no more. I personally don't know anything about them, but if you do, you know, shoot me a line. Send me a message. 414-666-1926. Give me some insight. I'll post your words in the show. All right, in the feedback section. Nobody does feedback. Give me some feedback. Nobody knows who you are. Just give me some feedback. I'll post it. All right, let's get moving on. Well, if you think things are... Oh, that was the alarm for the doorbell. Wife must be going to get a soda or something. Anyway, um, that beep, beep, beep sound. Truckers in Bengal go on 72-hour strike. Six districts partially affected. All right, now basically what this is, is I'm not going to say the name of these places, right? So just bear with me, okay? It's not out of disrespect or anything. It's just I don't know how to pronounce these words. All right, so truckers of West Bengal went on a 72-hour strike from Monday, demanding immediate implementation. Oh, then I mess up in an English word. Implementation of revised carrying capacity for good vehicles. (laughs) Jeez, I'm just screwing this up left and right. Uh you know, I, I screwed up the English part, okay? I didn't even get to the Mangali words. So the revised carrying capacity for goods uh, goods vehicles, among others, and a partial impact of vegetation has been witnessed in six districts on the first day, officials said. Supply of essential goods in the state is likely to be affected due to the strike. So basically what they're, uh, you know, what the issue is, is uh, President Subhas Bozi... He's from the uh, Federation of West Bengal Truck Operators Association. Said the strike has been called mainly to demand a 25% increase in maximum safe axle weight for goods vehicles. So, get, you know, probably like trucks carrying stuff you need. I guess they call them goods vehicles. Applying in a state claiming that other states have already implemented the rule. 
Revised norms of safe axle weights for transport vehicles have been implemented across the, co the country, except West Bengal. So the rest of the country has got this, and then they don't have it. Yeah, they can carry heavier weights is what it comes down. Now, barring a few, around six lakh trucks have gone off-road in the state in support of the strike, okay? Hmm. It doesn't, I don't understand what that means. Barring a few, around six lakh trucks have gone off-road in the state of support. What the hell does it even mean? A senior transport official, however, said that transportation of essential commodities has not been disturbed as yet due to the strike. So if you're in Bengal, give me a call. Explain what the hell that means. All right, because I see it in my news report here, and it sounds interesting. All right, so I know I butchered that one, but just, just I don't know. I'm a truck driver, not a newscaster. Give me a break. All right. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's get moving on. All right, so anyway, that's all we got for the news today. Ugh, it was torture. You know, you guys don't expect perfection, so I'm not going to record it for perfection. Uh, I screw up the words, I screw up the words. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but anyway, seriously though, I would like to hear more about what's going on in the world. I'd like to hear what other drivers are doing. I want to hear what other trucks, I want to see what other guys are driving. You know, tell me what it's like to drive in your world. Give me a call. You know, if you're in the U.S., 414-666-1926. Uh, Send me an email. Kingfish Cafe, that's cafe with a C. That's Kingfish Cafe at gmail.com send me a message in the subject line just write uh, TWK trucking with Kingfish yeah yeah do something like that send me a photo of your truck or go to the trucking uh, Facebook page TWK trucking with Kingfish send me a message there you know I want to see what your photos look like I want to see what your trucks look like we all take pride in our rides let's see what yours looks like mine's a big ugly beast that hauls a 53 footer or a uh, 53 foot trailer, two 28 foot trailers. What does yours look like? I wanna know. Mine's just white. That's all it is, just a white truck. But I think that'd be kinda cool to have multicolored, super bright trucks. Certainly make, maybe people would pay more attention to us. It'd be kind of interesting. I think that would be pretty sharp. Well, that's the way it goes. All right, anyway, I gotta get ready. I gotta take a nap. I gotta drive out tonight. It's gonna be fun. New bids, I'm changing my whole sleep schedule around, so it's gonna be a little rough. But I'll get used to it after a week. All right, if I get tired, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pull over and take a nap. All right, pull over for truck uh, uh, tow truck drivers. Pull over for cops. Be safe. Stay out of trouble. All right, Kingfish out.